everyone, and welcome to Inspired Voices, Fort Wayne Community School's official podcast. Every week, we're going to highlight our amazing educators, leaders, programs, students, and more. Stick around because we're going to give you an inside look at some of the things that we're doing to prepare our young people for the future. Hey everybody, thanks so much for listening this week. Uh, as always, I'm excited because I get to talk to a teacher this time. Um, he is doing a really cool project and I'm excited to tell you a little bit about what that project is. And he has, he's got some other cool stuff happening and so we're going to talk through all that stuff and um, I think you're going to enjoy the conversation today. So Ryan, I'm going to let you introduce yourself and where you're actually located. Sure. Uh, well, I am Ryan Troop Vores, but as the students call me, Mr. TV, so I go by Mr. TV, um, and I am a sixth grade teacher here at Miami Middle School here on the south side of town. Very good. How long have you been with the district? Sure, so this will actually be my third year here at Fort Wayne Community Schools. Um, before that, I taught for five years in Toledo, Ohio, so not too far, but a very similar uh, demographic and city as Fort Wayne, um, and so I, we loved my time in in Toledo. That's where I met my uh, wife, Jess Troopvorce, who teaches at Fort Wayne Community Schools down at Studi as well. So uh, we're kind of a family of teachers at this point. And then uh, before that, I taught at a school in Michigan. Um, that was where I had my first teaching job. So I've been teaching total about 12 years now, um, which makes me sound really old. <laughs> No, when that when that gets into the twenty years, then then you start to feel old. You're still you're still young at it. <laughs> yeah. So so why that age group? Why what what really kind of appeals to that age group for you? Oh my gosh! Well, I've I've always loved middle school. First of all, um, even um, I think back in college when I had a professor who um, her her specialty was middle school education. In fact, um, I went to Central Michigan University um, is my alma mater. And so one of the minors at CMU is actually middle school education. Although I didn't end up taking that as a minor, um, I've always been passionate about middle school and um, have been in middle school for most of my teaching career. Um, In Toledo, I, I taught fourth and fifth grade um, and I've always said that that's the, that's the lowest I'll go in terms of um, teaching and, and uh, grade level. So, What made you always want to be a teacher? I mean, I guess the question is, did you always want to be a teacher? And then uh, what drew you into this profession? Sure. Well, uh, to this day, I blame my cross-country coach and high school teacher, um, Steve Kelly, for kind of urging me or pushing me into teaching, although he didn't know he was urging me into teaching at the time. Um, he was just a great mentor, a great coach, and a very inspiring teacher for me. And so he kind of initially piqued my interest in, in the teaching as a profession. And then uh, my junior year of high school, which, which is weird thinking about this now, because after we just went through the whole COVID thing in the spring, of course, we're still going through it. But with school closing in the spring, my high school actually closed in April, my junior year, because they were going through some renovations of the high school and ended up having to just close the high school. But the elementary and the middle schools all were still in session until June. And so one of the programs that the high school offered was um, for some high school students to go into some of the elementary schools and kind of help out a little bit. So. 
not really kind of knowing exactly what I wanted to do for a career at that point. Um, I thought, well, I'll, I'll go and maybe help out at one of the elementary schools. And it was the same elementary school that I had gone to school at. And um, I ended up working in a third grade classroom. And by the end of my time in this third grade classroom, because I've always been kind of a jump all in kind of a person anyway, I guess, even as a junior in high school. And um, I remember by the end of my time in June, the, the teacher whose classroom I was in was letting me teach lessons and letting me work with small groups of students and teaching whole class lessons. And I just fell in love with teaching um, at a as a junior in high school. So I guess it kind of all goes back to that time in my life. What do you love most about teaching? What is it that keeps you engaged and excited? Sure. I, I love most of all the passion for learning. Um, I, I think I've always had a passion for learning myself. And so I, um, I work very hard to instill that passion for learning in my students as well. And so when I see my students get excited and, and really take on a, a learning project or take on an assignment um, and really learn from that. And then of course, seeing the, those aha moments, um, I think are really important for, for every teacher um, that, that's in, you know, Fort Wayne Community Schools and in, around our country. There's, you know, I think what drives teachers is seeing those aha moments and seeing their students learn. And that's certainly true for me, but definitely helping, helping my students and helping other people become really the best version of themselves. That's awesome. So having listened to you for just a couple minutes already, I don't think this is going to come as any surprise to our audience now. Um, it, it, you were uh, recognized on a couple of different levels at the tail end of last year. And obviously COVID really kind of changed how we had to recognize <laughs> people, but you had some really cool things that uh, you were recognized and, and clearly your passion is a reason why you were recognized for these things. So first you were nominated from your school for the FWCS teacher of the year. Uh, obviously your principal uh, made raving reviews about you and, and you made it into the top 10. So you, you really impressed us on that level. And then you were selected as a recipient of the Indiana University Armstrong Teacher Educator Award for 2020-21. So uh, first, congratulations on both of those recognitions. I think it's clear by your passion and the way you talk that you truly do love teaching. But tell us a little bit about the IU Award. What is that and what is it meant to you? Sure. So the, the IU Armstrong Teacher Educator Award is awarded to a small handful of educators throughout the state. And um, you first have to be nominated. And so uh, Ms. Clemens, our principal here at Miami, nominated me for the Armstrong Award. And, and then there was quite a process. And this really started back in January um, with the, the Armstrong Award. I had to record a video talking about my philosophy and teaching and um, a video of me teaching and there was a quite a lengthy application process um, and so thinking in January I, I was like well you know what what's the harm I, I guess I'll fill out this application and see what happens not not really even thinking that I think I had told my wife you know it's, it's a long shot but you know what's it gonna hurt uh, you know so when I got the call, I think at the, sometime in February, towards the end of February, I got a call from IU um, and from the chairperson of the Armstrong 
Teacher Educator Award saying that I was one of the recipients. Of course, I was quite surprised and, and um, shocked a little bit, but um, definitely, you know, excited and honored to be recognized in this sort of way. And so as part of the, the cohort with this, um, I'm taking this year and going to be working with uh, teacher education students down at IU. So uh, first and second year teacher education students in their program uh, are going to have the opportunity to kind of see and be part of my teaching this year. Um, we're kind of working out all the details of exactly what that looks like because of COVID. Um, like with many other things, uh, we've had to kind of shift gears and change on the fly. But um, right now I'm talking with one of the professors that I'll be working with down there and having their students, having her students uh, zoom in on one of my classes um, that is one of my virtual classes. So they'll be able to kind of see how, um, how my teaching style works in a virtual setting and in a lot of how my teaching style has even changed and morphed even this year teaching virtually um, and, you know, in the hybrid model too. So it means a lot to me because one of my goals um, as an educator and, and in my career is to, is to really help others, especially new younger teachers, um, become better at what they do um, and, be, and become passionate about teaching and about education. So um, when I was in Ohio as a teacher in Toledo, I was a um, teacher mentor for the state of Ohio. So I worked with first and second year teachers, um, which is a great program that Ohio has to kind of help their first and second year teachers into the profession um, by matching them up with um, a more more seasoned, I guess, teacher um, and helping them through that. And so that kind of, I was very passionate about that and, and helping young teachers in that time of their careers. And so I see this as kind of another stepping stone of that where I can help people that are interested in pursuing a career in education. That's awesome. I, and, and again, just listening to you talk, I can, I can clearly tell that this is a well-deserved award. And, and I think the teachers and, and the students are going to really benefit from your um, energy and passion. I, it definitely comes across. So congratulations again. That's really neat. Um, I, I want you to talk a little bit about a new learning opportunity, um, and we're shifting gears here a little bit and talking about your sure. students in particular. Um, tell us about a learning opportunity that you just started with your teacher with your students this year. Um, I, I saw it on Facebook, that, so that's how, how we even started talking is yeah. <laughs> uh, someone had posted this on Facebook that you were looking for people for your students to interview, and it kind of struck me as, oh, that's awesome. Like, I wanted to know more about it, so that's really kind of what started our conversation for the podcast, but tell us about the project that you're doing with the students. Um, I, I imagine this is really kind of one of the reasons that, that IU Award was awarded to you is because of examples like this, but tell us about your, your project with the students yeah so the the project kind of really comes um it, it kind of started last year as we kind of started looking into the deep learning here at fwcs um one of the one of the um project-based tasks that we had set in the curriculum for sixth grade was to create a, a uh, podcast where you interview someone uh, whether it's another student or a parent about a time in their life when um, 
a time that kind of helped shape who they are today, whether it's an event in their life or whether it's a moment or a time period. And so I kind of took that last year and it kind of was a project I did with my students last year. And we interviewed, in fact, I just kind of called up a few of my friends and close family members and some people here at school and said, hey, would you be willing to let you know, a sixth grader interview you about a time in your life that's been important to you and shape, help shape who you are. And um, so it was at a much smaller scale last year. Um, so my students created, created their podcast um, after recording their interviews. And it was a really powerful, uh, powerful project for my students last year. And so we celebrated at the end of this project last year, we had a um, podcast showcase where we invited all of the people that we interviewed to the school where they could listen to the the final podcast and the final work of the student that they, they were featured in um, and so it was it was really rewarding for my students um, to be able to showcase their work in that way and celebrate their work and so this year we actually um, are kind of taking it a, bit, a little bit further um, and so we have quite a number of people from the community that we're going to be interviewing. Um, so we have some business leaders in the community. We have uh, many uh, members of FWCS that are going to be interviewing. And, and so we've kind of broadened the scope of who our students are interviewing because we're talking about how important um, people's stories are because people's stories are, are so important in the world today. Um, and so they do help shape our culture and shape who we are. Uh, so this year we, we partnered with uh, Brian McElhadden with ABC 21. Um, so he's the news anchor at 5, 6, and 11. And then he also hosts a weekly podcast um, on ABC 21's website. And so he was actually in our class virtually through Zoom um, just the other day and um, talking initially about just kind of how to interview and how to come up with great questions for your interview. He talked about a little bit about even how to get into a career in broadcasting. And um, the students were able to ask him some, some just great questions that they had come up with and were wondering. Um, so he's kind of our expert through this project that we're working with. And so my students are going to be interviewing in the next couple of weeks, and then they're going to be putting their podcast together. And it's just the, the perfect blend of partnering with Brian McElhadden with ABC 21 and also partnering with the many adults in our community that are going to be, that are opening themselves up to be interviewed by, by my students as well. So it's just a really fun project and my, my students are so excited about it. And, and I would say they would, they would say they are nervous as well um, because most of them have never, I've never done any kind of interview interview like this with, with someone else. So it's a new experience for them and gives them that real world context as well. Well, I, I love, I'm so excited to be a part of it. Um, I honestly, I, the story I'm going to tell is I was their age when my moment happened that really kind of put me on the path of where I sit today. And um, I imagine a project like this has the opportunity to do something like that for the students. And, and that's what I love about projects like this is that um, it drives them into a comfort zone um, that's separate from where they've normally been. And so I, I'm, I'm so glad they're excited and nervous about it because I think these are the things that help students grow and a project like this really is special. Um, why do you think these kinds of projects and these kinds of opportunities for students are so important for learning? 
Sure. Well, th this is the really, this is the true deep learning that, that we hear so much um, about here at FWCS and, and we're kind of moving in that direction. Um, but it, it really engages the world and connects students, not only connects students to an expert like Brian McElhannon with ABC News, but also connects students with members of our community. And so there's multiple levels of, of this connection happening. And of course, it incorporates, you know, all of the six C's into this project as well with the deep learning. So it's just, it, it, it's learning that really sticks for the students and they'll remember this. I still have students that I had last year that still talk about the project that we did last year with the podcast. And so it has a lot of practical implications in a real world context. Um, so not just how to even create a podcast, but a, you know, a lot of them are, are doing this from scratch. And so we're, we're doing everything from the interviewing process to then going into the editing process. And so my students are going to be using a program um, called Audacity, where they're going to put all of their, their audio together and, and, and really kind of edit and, and put that together to come up with their final, final project. So that just has some major real-world context um, out in the, in the job force as well. Yeah, Ryan, I just love this idea. That would, kudos to this one. This one's cool. Um, when you think about uh, from a teacher's perspective and, and engaging students and engaging them in the world around them in projects like this, what advice would you give to parents of your students this year? Sure. I mean, this year is, you've probably heard it said many times, this year is unlike any other year we've ever experienced. And so I, I think that the the biggest advice that I can give to, to parents is to just kind of help their students with those exact functioning skills because our kids, are, our students are doing a lot of learning outside of just the classroom environment. And so the classroom environment that we can think of as a very kind of controlled environment where, um, you know, the, the teacher can control a lot of the, the distractions and the, the other things around the students that are happening. But when students are learning virtually, or maybe it's their day that they're learning from home, the, the, the distractions are, are just there. And, you know, I see this for myself, and maybe it's the ADHD in me that I get very distracted easily. Um, but also just working with my students this year virtually, um, I've, I've given, you know, just so many reminders of just making sure you're establishing a place in your house where you can focus on your, your school, focus on your learning. So it might mean, you know, putting yourself in a room where there's no other distractions, where there's not a TV or a, a music playing or anything like that. So just helping your students with the executive functioning side of school. So I've seen, I've seen parents get you know, a, a giant planner for their students where they can put kind of information about their different classes because there's just a lot to organize more than I think any other year that students have, have been part of education. And so helping your student get organized and, and then kind of just reinforcing that organization and, and that, um, that place in their home that's kind of that, I guess for lack of a better way, that sacred place. It's where that learning is happening and that hard work is taking place. 
when students walk away from this year, um, and to your point, this is a very different year, um, but like any other year, what do you hope they gain out of being in your class, and, and what do you want them to know about you as a teacher as they move on to the next level? Yeah, I mean, I, I want them to know, and I tell my students this all the time, that I believe in them, so I want them to know that I believe in them, and that if, if um, no matter what happens in their life, um, or wherever their life takes them, that they they have everything they need to be successful, and that I am just so proud of them. So my students already have just shown me this year that they can work so, so hard, and that I'm already so proud of the hard work that they do, um, because it is a hard year. There's so many new things that we're learning, not just on the technology side of things, but Obviously, on the curriculum side of things, that there's so much for them to learn in a, in a new grade level and, you know, their first year in middle school. And so just know that I believe in them. They can do this. I'm proud of them. And, you know, obviously to the parents, I believe in you. Um, you have an enormous task um, this year to help your student through a year unlike any other. And then obviously to the teachers and the staff members, um, not just in FWCS, but all around the country that are learning and doing so many new things and it's hard, hard work, but don't give up because you can do it and it, it does get easier and it, um, it's worth it. It's worth it for our students. It's worth it when we see the, the people that they can become and are becoming. Ryan, this has been a really wonderful interview. Thank you for your insight. Uh, for sure, thank you for the projects that you're giving to your students. Those um, really true to have an impact to give them an understanding of the world around them and the people around them and teaching them how to interact with that world. And so thank you for your energy and your passion. Um, it was a lot of fun talking to you and hearing about this today. Thank you so much. I, I love talking about my students because they inspire me in so many ways. Um, I will say at the end of September, we're going to have a, a podcast showcase where we celebrate and highlight some of our podcasts that the students are going to be creating. I don't exactly know what that's going to look like, unfortunately, because of, because of COVID. I know that it's going to somehow be in a virtual setting or a virtual format, but we're going to hopefully put some stuff out on the Miami Middle School's Facebook page um about our podcast showcase so definitely look for some details about that coming up soon and we will definitely share that from the district perspective too so people know awesome. what's going on so that's that's awesome thanks for sharing that well ryan thank you again for for talking to me today i appreciate your time thanks for having me Definitely. And everybody, thank you for listening. Um, I do hope that you enjoy the podcast every week. Um, we will continue to talk to our wonderful educators and give you more insight into FWCS and the programs and the things that we're doing here. I hope that you see just how amazing the people are that work here and uh, just how cool it is to, to be a part of this organization. So thank you all for listening. I can't wait to talk to you next time. <laughs>